0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of Fair Enough Baby. This is a podcast where we get super deep about the superficial. Okay, hi, welcome to another gay episode. <laughs> I, think, I think we're on like a little bit of a gay arc. We did one about the gay movie last episode. Um, and today's super exciting. We have Sarah, hello, old host or old co-host of old, old co-host. podcast. <laughs> Lovely
1: to be back doing a podcast podcast with you, Dub. Yay!
0: Um, I'm happy to do another gay episode because I think lately I've been thinking a lot about sexuality in my personal life, but just generally. Mm-hmm. Long live the gay arcs. True. I love gay arc. I like sort of a segue to the last episode I um, recorded. Pretty sure I had some kind of potential lesbian awakening watching that movie. Watching Bottoms? Yeah. Really? Yeah. In what sense? Like, I'm like, I spent a lot of this summer going on dates and stuff with Uh a lot of different people. Did you date a lot of men? I've from, it was like majority men, some women. Okay. So it's like, I've been, you know, it's not like I was only like dating the same like chad from yeah. 17th yeah <laughs> <laughs> not, not chad on 17 not in pie
1: cap <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck yeah.
0: but i had like i've been questioning like my identity for so long this summer because i'm like it's one of those things where it's like i feel like you i think as someone who's bisexual you're always like you know, Mm -hmm. we're also just someone who's like socialized to like Mm -hmm. growing up in the way we grow up right now. Yeah. Like I'm very like heteronormative. You sort of, you know, you default to like, oh, you have, you are attracted to men. right? Yeah. Yeah. In order to write it off, you want to make sure, you know, it's like, you don't, it's like, (laughs) you just gotta make sure. Exactly. Because for (laughs) me, it was always like, oh, but there might be like one guy out there. Yeah. But then it's like, this, and I'm sure there is probably. Yeah. But then this summer I was like, nothing's hitting though. And I don't really like this. Mm-hmm. But how is it that I have a hundred percent success rate in terms success defined as like, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Um, with like women. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Like obviously sometimes there's like, oh, the chemistry doesn't work right, but it's not like I yeah. had a bad time.
1: Yeah. It's I think like, it's easy to like get into, I've literally talked about this with a couple of people really recently, how like. It's so easy going on dates with women to just slip into being friends and to slip into being like, oh my gosh, like, oh my God, I love your shoes, girly. Like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like kind of like really just getting into like a very Mm -hmm. platonic connection because I think we're socialized to immediately want to form platonic connections with women. Like we're not taught to kind of look at them in a romantic way. And I just think sometimes too, especially when you're trying to date women, it's so hard to get over that. And one thing that I heard was like, So This probably was a TikTok, I swear to God, but it was someone talking about, like, getting over the touch barrier when you're going on dates with women. Like, you have to, like, it's so easy to not
0: touch a woman that you're going on dates with, I think, because, like, I don't know. I'm I'm always, like, I'm always, like, sort of, like, tiptoeing or, like, going back and forth on this boundary Mm -hmm. of, like, oh, yeah, I want to, like have a little bit of touch, you know, because, like, to be flirty because mm-hmm. it's, like, someone I'm interested in yeah, and, like, vice versa. Yeah. But also it's, like, you know, I want to respect, like, some physical boundaries. Exactly. Like, I once went out with this girl who, um, it's, like, I think she was into me, and I was into her. But it's Mm -hmm. like she also seemed very like touch averse in general. Yeah, I didn't want to like make her feel uncomfortable. So it's like, where do we go from here? No, seriously. (laughs) Also, as
1: someone, I am not a physical like touch love. I mean, the love languages are kind of stupid to begin with, right? They created by eugenics. (laughs) Something fucked up, you know. But just forgetting that for one hot second, like I am not a physical touch kind of person to begin with. So I'm like it feels like such a big deal to me when there's like physical touch in totally. something. Like it just is, that's the kind of thing like sticks in my brain less than someone paying me a compliment. It's more like, Oh my gosh, like she touched my arm. And, and then I feel like for me it makes more of an impact, but then for me it's harder for me to like make that move onto someone else. And I just think like, I don't know. I mean, we are talking about this a little bit, but like there is such a power vacuum, maybe in Seattle, maybe just in general in terms of gay women, but like, Everyone wants the other person
0: to be assertive, I feel like. Yeah, I think it is definitely a Seattle thing, but it could also be a general thing. I know mm-hmm. for sure we can say it's a Seattle thing at it's least. It's definitely a Seattle but thing. But it's like everybody wants to be treated like the baby girl and nobody wants to be just capital G girl. No, <laughs> I know.
1: No one no one can mother, I feel like up here no in Seattle. One no one mother. can mother. We're all baby girl. I
0: know. There's <laughs> a period where me and my friend were on Lex and we were What's looking Lex. Lex is Lex? the Lex is like this queer um. I don't, I don't want to say dating app because it's also used for, like, platonic social stuff. Okay. But it's kind of, Social like a, app. Social app for queer people. Okay. That's best way to put it. Okay. And there was, like, a string... That day, we saw a string of posts that were, like, there is a top shortage in this city. And I'm like, that's what we're talking about. That is... Th- <laughs> no one is talking about Seattle's top <laughs> shortage. Like, I don't give a shit if you're, like, missing your ketchup or raisins or mayo or whatever at the grocery store. The <laughs> shortage we need to care about is that there are too many fucking bottoms. No,
1: seriously. <laughs> Ah, I have this issue where like I'm I'm seeing a girl kind of right now. Like we just kind of started. We've only had one date, mm-hmm. and I can just tell I'm gonna have to be I'm gonna have to be the
0: top. And I'm like, no, really, <laughs> come on. It's I think it's really interesting when I like experience. Well, because like as a bi question mark person uh-huh. and talking to other like bisexual women, especially, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like. By women generally have been with a lot of men because you know you're socialized like that. Yeah, it's like quote the easier whatever debatably so that yeah. Statement. But it's like with men, it's like especially when you hook up with like people. Yeah, when it comes to like like straight hookups, mm-hmm. man woman, it's like you know there's a formula. It lo- I was it. about to say it's formulaic. It's, it's, it's so fucking easy to hook up with men. Yeah, especially like if you're on like Tinder or Hinge or Bumble yeah. or something. It's like hey number. It's like step one. Hey, you want to get drinks? Step two. Yeah. Get drinks. Step three, step by its side. What do you want to do? Step four, let's go to your place. Step five, fuck. Yeah. Like, it's so formulaic, it's linear, and it makes so much sense. So,
1: like... And you know who's doing what, too. I think that's the key part, like, that is so different about Mm -hmm. queer relationships. is like, okay, you know what needs to happen but who's gonna do I know, but then it's always like,
0: the the man is always very like, oh yeah, you wanna come over to mine? Yeah. Or like, starts like, sucking face, and I'm like, yeah. "Yeah." And it's like, it's
1: like, It's It's criminally easy to hook up with men. It's criminally easy.
0: (laughs) And it's it's like, yeah, maybe it's easier, but the quality is so low. Yeah. Like, quantity high, quality low, I don't know about that. No, honestly. Because it's like, it's like, yeah, quote, it's easier maybe, but it's like, mm." It's not, it's not
1: the same, like, no pain, no Gain a little bit.
0: True. Yeah. True. But I will
1: say, sometimes having. There's this guy I hooked up with like a year ago, and it was literally that. It was a formula. I was like, I just need. I, I just. We need something. I'm. It's going a little too long. And it got to the point, like afterwards, we, he was just. I was just like, get out of my bed. Like, who are you? Like, who the fuck are totally. you? Totally. I don't know. And I just think, like, th- maybe that gets more into kind of like romantic side of sexuality, but I just, like, I don't know how it. I go back and forth on this all the time where, like, I don't know if I'm into hookups or not. Like, I just generally don't know if it's mm-hmm. actually something that I, like, want to do or not. Totally. Because, I don't know. And I think, too, like, I was going to ask you, like, what you think about your sexuality. But I feel like I see... So, I've identified as a lesbian for, like, I don't know, a couple years now. And at the beginning, it felt really good. So, I, I was by like, in high school. And I clearly remember one time in high school, I was, like... Well, I can't be bi because like I could marry a man. Like I could do that. And then I was like, wait a second, that's like actually kind of what bisexual that is. It's like you could I could do this or I could be with a man, like or a woman. Like it could be kind of either. But I don't know. I feel like recently I've been leaning not away from women, just more into like, I don't know. I just feel like it's so, it's tough to put yourself kind of in these linear boxes. Of like, oh, I only like this gender. I only like this gender for me at least because I like the safety of saying that you're lesbian because I think for me it was easy. It, it became easier to interact with men when I took the pressure off of like, there's going to be something coming out of this or like, I should be looking for that with every male interaction that I have. But, I don't know, I think, like, I'm romantically interested in women, but sexually interested in, like, I don't know, if you're hot, you're hot kind of a thing. I don't know, what do you think
0: about that? I feel that, I think it's, like, my heavy lean into bisexuality is always, like, reliant on hypotheticals of, like, mm, mm-hmm. oh, I really like women, but, you know, I could be into some men, so it's, like, yeah. and I feel like I'm a, if I call myself a lesbian, I'd feel like a fake lesbian or something, yeah. you know, which is also stupid, Yeah. Um, but it's, like, it's, like, I don't know, I've always very much leaned into bisexuality because I've been, like, a very chill person. Like, oh, I find a lot of hot people hot. It's not a big deal, Mm -hmm. you know? But then it's, it's like... And I think you can feel that way. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, nothing is... You can't put people in a boxes. You can't put anything into boxes. And, like, I also think it's, like, labels only help you as much as they help you. Yeah, I think um, that's very true. Because it's, like, oh, if it makes you feel better to be able to identify as thing A, yeah. then great. I'm glad that works for you. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter too much, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, But I will say that, like, for me, it's, like, I'm definitely, like, part of me is been questioning and, like, thinking more about, like, oh, am I a lesbian? Because just because... Mm-hmm. And it's, like...
1: Like, is there any, like, is it just kind of the men are, like, eh? Or it's, like, women are, like,
0: yeah. Like, no. is it, like, right? running away from the men or running towards the women kind of it's a like, thing? I can't tell if it's, like, oh, I really like women or yeah. I'm just repulsed by men. Because I've been having this moment... Where I'm like, I need you to, like, get your face away from me. (laughs) Like, the thought of a man coming close to my face. Do not be near me. To kiss me. It repulses me. I get, like, the chills. I get the ick. Yeah. And I have a a friend who, like, I just saw her on Tuesday. And she is like, Deb, you're a lesbian. I've been telling you. And she's been saying this, like, regularly. And then Uh on Tuesday, I'm like, you know, you might be right. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like. So, like, I have this, like. So I didn't realize I was queer until after I graduated high school, Mm -hmm. so I fully just thought I was straight through high school, but I knew this guy who was like, are you sure you're not at least, like, a little gay? And I was like, probably not, and then I'm like, oh, (laughs) fuck, yeah. So I've been going through this thing where it's like, damn, people are just predicting me. People
1: are really, like, (laughs) letting you know what's going to happen next for you in your sexuality (laughs) journey. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. I feel like I was kind of the other way. Like, I I was the first one of my friends in high school to come out, and it was like, oh my god, it was so such a little dramatic moment. I remember clearly, like, walking with my best friend and I was like, I just going to tell you. And they were like, okay. And I was like, I'm by," And they were like, okay. Like, is this news to you? And I was like, yeah, this is is this news to you? And they were like, no. And I was like, you could have told me that earlier. But, like, and then later, so I'm like, I think that other people saw it in me, but then I was kind of the, then they kind of later were like, oh, wait a second, I see it in myself, too. And it's just, ugh. It's just rough out here being queer. It's it such is. a battle. I think also too, and I don't know what your experiences is, is, but like I don't know, I don't, I don't date very often. Like I just don't. I get scared really easily, and I do this thing where like I'll have a crush on someone, and then I'll get like really into them to the point where like it scares me to be around them. Like I'm too like. I built up this version of them in my head and this this whole thing. And that happened, like, to me pretty recently. I had a crush on this um, person that I worked with um, over this past summer. And we were supposed to go to the zoo. It was supposed to be this, like, thing. And I didn't know if it was a date. And I don't think they really knew if it was a date, like, what the vibe was going on. And I just built it up in this thing in my head where I was, like, I literally, like, I can't meet up with them. Like, Like, I can't do it. Like, I'm too scared. And so I just pussied out of it. I just completely chickened out. And... I recently like had kind of had the relevation that this is like my history of things that I do where like I get really into someone and then it's like makes it impossible for you to actually talk to them like a human being. And so I've been trying to like lower my standards, I guess, to like a normal amount. Like I feel like I do this thing where like I'll, I'll pick someone and then I just like make the standards so high that they can't even reach them. And I think that's like some kind of like weird defense mechanism kind of a thing. But I recently like started talking to this person and I have to tell myself so often that like, it's okay that it's not perfect. Like, I think we're taught to have this, like, especially I think like from a gay perspective, I think like, especially all the books that we read growing up, I feel like are very like, Oh yeah. Like just so romance centered. Like, I feel like a lot of the books that we read were like, I don't know. Kind of adventure books, but also, like, they had an element of romance. You're like, okay, I'm going to find that eventually. Like, I don't need to put work into it. Like, it's going to naturally happen for me. And I feel like that's not how life works. And, I don't know, for me, my takeaway from that was that I had to, like, actively lower my standards a little bit. And I
0: just, I think that that, I don't know, I don't know if that's something you resonate with at all, but... I totally get, like, pussying out of dates because you get like, <laughs> kind of, like, scared or, like, you have this idea of them and you're, like... Kinda, yeah. Especially if you're, like, intimidated. Like, oh, no, because I think that they're, like, this high up. I don't know what they're going to think about me. Yeah. i definitely ghosted people and pussied out on dates, like, a few times at least for those reasons. Yeah. Because I think it's, like, we're so obsessed with, like failure I think or we're yeah or or not obsessed but really scared of failure yeah and we're really scared of things going wrong so it's like you'd rather not even take the chance yeah 100% that's something I've super had to unlearn Mm because I think that from period from like what was it like, February to June, I stopped going on dates, like, full stop, um, mm-hmm. just because I, like, I just, I think I was just, like, a really anxious period of my life anyway, so it's, mm-hmm. like, ah.
1: Yeah, I don't have the I, mental bandwidth right? for this.
0: Yeah. And I, I went on, like, so many dates in June, mm-hmm. just, like, the, in the month of June, and it was just because I kind of just, like, dove head first. I'm, like, if they hate me, they hate me. Yeah. If they yeah. don't like me, they don't like me, <laughs> what are you going to do? It's their fucking loss, and I also, know. it doesn't
1: matter. Like, I think, too, it's also just, like, because I went on this date recently, and one of my roommates was, like, it's literally just about getting reps in. Like, it's honestly just about, like, going on more and more dates until you find people that you're... Like, A, you find better people, and also you get better at dating as you go on more dates. It's literally just, like, a Like, practice makes fucking perfect, babe. Yeah. Like,
0: high key, going on so many dates have made me better at talking to people in general.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Especially
0: when you have to carry sometimes.
1: Especially on dates Uh. with men! You literally... Like, I feel like the dates that I've been on with men have been the dates that I've had to
0: absolutely fucking carry the conversation. Also, men are the ones who are, like oh, I hate having don't make me carry the combo. And the ones you say that are the ones you don't know how to carry the combo. I'm like, oh, you don't know how to fucking You actually just can't, yeah. It's like, what, you're going to be like, "Uh, so (laughs) what major are you? Yeah! Okay. Also, now that we're graduated, too, it's like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right?
1: I don't want to talk about college. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Ugh.
0: God, it's like, it's also like. The thing about like that's also just such a turnoff is like a lot of time when you go out with men, they like to talk at you. Yeah. Like oh my god! One time this guy just went on and on about like baseball and museums and stuff. Mm. And, and was, you even like baseball too. I know. Well, at the time I wasn't a huge fan. So okay. It was different, okay. But it was like, uh, and it's S- like this guy's just going talking and talking yeah. and talking, and I'm just sitting there like. Yeah. I'm just going to finish this drink. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what Like, what else is there to do? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've definitely been on those dates with, that. Mm-hmm. just the person just keeps talking. And I feel like, t- I just like, part of me like zones out. Like, I totally. don't like pay attention to the words that they're saying. And then I have to tune back in and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's, so cool. I know. Was, I love that I for know. you. I'll just, like, notice a
0: leaf behind them, and then I'll delve into, like, more thoughts not about what they're saying. Yeah. And then they're going to stop, and it's going quiet. I'm like, oh, my God, so true. Yeah.
1: And I hate to, like, this is something I realize about myself, like, especially when I talk with men, just, like, in any capacity, like, romantic or just, like, you know, having a normal conversation with a man, like, I just naturally, like, laugh a lot. Like, I think that's just, like, I don't know, a people pleasing response, just, like, a conditioned response or Me something. Too. But, like... I'll do it. And then, like, that's something that I don't... I wish that I did not do that because I think it gives men the sense that they can keep saying things that are unfunny. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm doing this because I don't want to... I want to be out of this situation. Like, that's, like, a... It's, like, a knee-jerk reaction, too. And it, like, doesn't even feel inauthentic because it's, like, that's what I'm so used to doing is just, like, laughing when there's, like, a weird pause.
0: Yeah. And I don't... I feel that. Also, because it's, like, the people-pleasing thing, I totally feel that. And Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of women feel that, you know, because it's, like oh, because you should, to yeah. be polite and stuff. So it's like a lot of times in general, I'll laugh at people's jokes just because I don't want to make them feel bad also. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's kind of dickish to be like, that's not funny. Yeah. You know? No, definitely. But it's like, something I realized is that so like men are very used to the treatment that everyone like pays attention to what they say. Yeah. Thinks they're really funny and so they think they're really funny and I'm like, no, you're not. I'm just trying to be polite. Yeah. 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 It's something that you don't understand. I know. No, but men, like, seriously, just, like, don't... It's, like, that's the other thing I was thinking about. The thing about, like, going on dates with men as a woman mm-hmm. is it's, like, I think it's very stressful in different ways because mm-hmm. I think I definitely have to present myself in a certain way. Because like I what? Because I think sometimes I, like, cause, like, sometimes I dress very straight-coated with mm-hmm. the men and it's, like, not even necessarily how I want to and I, like, talk differently and stuff mm-hmm. and it's, it's, like, it's because... And it's, like, I feel, like, more worried about how I present myself physically if I go on dates with men versus women. Mm. Because I think that they're, like, beauty standards are very different, I think, when it comes to straight relationships and queer relationships. Mm -hmm. And even when it comes to hookups and sex, I think, like, straight sex is also, it's, like, a very interesting thing because people are always very worried about it, I think. Especially if you mm-hmm. talk to people who are like, oh, I've never had sex before. I'm a virgin or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, I'm really worried. It's the first time. It's such a big deal. And mm-hmm. it's like, the thing I realize is a lot of times in straight sex, it's like viewed so much as like a performance. Yeah. It's like a thing A happens, thing B happens, thing C happens. And it's like, it's very much modeled after like porn. Yeah. Oh, and definitely. it's like, I don't like this. It's upsetting.
1: Yeah. Well, I think most people like watch porn before they ever have Uh sex so it's kind of your first interaction or like your first like actual viewing of sex is something
0: that's this like literal performance yeah and I think the problem that happens is that a lot of some men that I've encountered, like straight men, think that, like, real sex is, like, what porn is like. Yeah. And a lot of times, porn is, like, it's, like, it's directed, you know? There's, yeah. like, a script. And not necessarily even, like, just, like, a language script, but just, like, a action script. Yeah. And so there's no... A po- like, commu- what's
1: gonna happen next. Yeah. The communication doesn't have to happen. The communication yeah. doesn't exist. So
0: then, like, men just do shit, like, throw you around in bed. And it's, like... Yeah. Why do you think this is okay? No. And I think, too, they hear, like, I don't know... Like, sometimes this woman, like, I feel like we will watch, like, some,
1: st- like, I don't know. There's, like, steamy scenes where also that, like, doesn't, like, that communication doesn't happen. And I think, like, I'm trying to think of the way, the way to say this. But, like, yeah, what you were saying, I, I totally agree with that. And I think, like, that is something that we just don't emphasize the silliness and the communication. Like, all the little things that happen during, like, it's seen as this whole, like, Like, you get swept up in the lust of it, and then, like, you just, that's it. Like, your whole brain is just, like, thinking of this one thing. And, like, you're all, you're so in on this. But it's, like, no, your brain
0: is thinking about, like, ten different things
1: at once, I feel like.
0: And it's, like, an obsession to, like, look perfect.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because it's, like, you have to look
0: good for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: It's You gotta make sure they're having a good time. Especially with men, I feel like. Yeah. I think it kind of gets into something interesting about, like, sex with women, though, which is, like, I really have not – and, too, this it gets back into, like – so saying that I'm lesbian, I feel like I, like, pigeonholed myself for a while because now, like – I don't know. I feel like you can't – like, if you say you're lesbian, like, obviously people are going to think that you've had sex with women. But I, I haven't because I just haven't dated that often. Like, I haven't actually had sex with women. And so I feel like it's getting to this point where I'm like, girl, like <laughs> – like, it feels like a virgin again. It's like, what's happening here? And it, like, has to go on this, like... And I think that that... With women, I'm so much more scared than with men, I think.
0: Totally. And it's also, it's, like... It's you- always scary when it's something you've never done. Yeah. Like, in general. Yeah. And it's, like... Because it's, like, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. And I relate to that because, like, I've gone out with a lot of women. But mm-hmm. I haven't, like, been with women. Yeah. But it's, like, I definitely... Just pure date-wise, I've enjoyed my time with women a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, uh, I lost my train of thought.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just thinking about women. It's so true. It's so, so easy So just get distracted. Um, yeah. But. I think sex with women, like, there's this expectation. Like, I'm a lot more scared about being bad and better with a woman than I am with a man. Like, I'm kind of like, I actually, like, don't really care what they think. Also because, like, with men, you're like, you know they're going to get – like, you know they're going to get off. You're kind of like, okay, like, that's not really as much of a concern. Women, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I got to – like, this is going to be good for you. Like, this is going to – like, I really, like, actually want that to matter. I know. some men, I'm kind of like, okay, like, you're here to satisfy kind of, like, whatever little thing I need. And I don't actually really care too much about, like, what – go. I don't know. I don't know if that really makes much sense. but
0: I, get it. I just – I mean, I think in general, on average – women are less self-centered in bed than men are. Yeah, so. I think that's true. Yeah. Um, I know. I yeah, feel that's that a good point. I probably, I care more about women's pleasure than men's pleasure, Yeah, personally speaking. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's like, in general, sex has been very like men-centric historically. Yeah. Presently, whatever. To Literally bodies, always. To different yeah. degrees, yeah. At least in like what we know of as history. hmm Yeah. Yeah. But like, Sort of, back to something else you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. just about, like, hookups, I think, mm-hmm. and, like, hookup culture and how much hookups are enjoyable, really. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that it's, like, I never, I've never, whenever I talk to people about this, I never make a huge fuss about it because I'm, like, whatever, people mm-hmm. do what they want. And yeah. Like, I'm not really, like, a Puritan about anything. Yeah. Um, And it's, like, I've had my share of hookups and yeah. I've enjoyed some of them, but... But at the same time, I think the hookups that I've had with men are also part of the reason why I'm turned off by men. Mm, Yeah. And, like, I don't know, some people... There's, like, the whole, like, puritanical side of things. It's Like, oh, I could never do hookups. I don't know them. Yeah. And, like, I need to know them so well before I can give my body to them. Yeah. Like, weird shit like that. But on the other end of things, there's people who are, like, kind of like, oh, you're not gonna have, like, hookups people? What are you? Like, a fucking Christian virgin? Yeah. And it's like, okay... Yeah. Chill out. Two extremes are really weird, but same time it's like I understand the aversion that people might have to hookups because mm-hmm. like there's like I mean when you look at the ace spectrum there's like mm-hmm. demisexuality and we have demisexuality as a label, but truthfully speaking I feel like a lot of people I've met are demisexual mm-hmm. because I think in general sex is enjoyable when you know someone. Yeah, definitely more enjoyable when you know someone. So it's like on average people maybe. A lot of people kind of identify that way. Yeah.
1: I think that was one of the first lessons that I feel like I learned about sex. Like when that was a thing. was my, I remember my mom having like a sex talk kind of thing. And she was like, yeah, it's better with someone you know. And I remember that like, I was literally 10. So I was like, I don't even fucking know what that means really. But like, it, I don't know. I think too, like, obviously like sex is an intimate act literally by definition, but it's like, it's embarrassing. It's icky. It's weird. Like, it's like, they're like, you're like letting a stranger see your, bo- like, there's just like a level of like intimacy there and like vulnerability and trust that like, I feel like hook up, like, I just kind of don't, a little bit don't understand. Like, I feel like I'm someone, I'm definitely not like a Puritan. Like, I'm not really religious. Like I, yeah, obviously people are going to do what they're going to do. You do whatever makes your body feel best. But for me, like, I definitely just don't, I just don't feel comfortable enough sharing, showing my body and, like, being in this, like, vulnerable position with someone that I don't know you very well. Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of doesn't really matter how hot you are. Oh, I mean, like, if someone's, like, fucking uh, 100 out of 10, like, okay. Like, there, there's <laughs> there's limits to, to the a spectrum. I mean, for me, I guess, at least. But yeah. I don't know. I think, too, like, not many... People that I meet in, like, either dating apps or, like, everyday life, I'm, like, you're so hot that I need you immediately without knowing more of who you are.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've ever felt that about anybody. No. Which is, like, it's really interesting to me when there's, like, the stereotype of, like men straight men see hot women get boner immediately yeah and i'm like really i know like i kind of i'm like is that actually like i've never are even, you joking <laughs> Like i've never even felt that about people i've gone on dates with yeah like yeah it's not like a see them and it's like yeah oh, wow, i feel so horny i need to bone you right now no right like, it like
1: takes time to warm up like even like physically in the time of like seeing them and also like emotionally getting to know someone like yeah yeah yeah, so it's, it's... Is there someone, do you think that, like, is celebrity or, like, I don't know, someone that, like, you saw them on the street and you'd be like, yes, immediately, boner, like... I don't even think so
0: because, <laughs> cause, like, celebrities I'm attracted to uh-huh. or, like, are, like you know crushes i have on celebrities or whatever or let's say for let's actually like be more specific like actors and stuff uh-uh. usually it's like i see them in an interview or i see them in a movie and it's like it's a combination of how you look but that's how, you, true. how you are and that's how it is with people too that's a
1: really good point yeah okay cuz i kind of like okay there's some celebrities that like if i saw them on the street i'd be like immediately right now like <laughs> <laughs> like it's on site but also that's a, like that's because I've seen them in things and I'm attracted to exactly. the interviews or like the characters that I've seen them yeah. play. Yeah. So I know, a, you know, a little bit about them just from that, even though you don't know actually who they are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that gets in yeah. the weird like parasocial relationships totally. with yeah, the celebrities, but
0: totally yeah. Cause it's like even like, I definitely have a lot of like celeb crushes or there's like athletes I think are really cool. And it's like, I think they're it's like I see them and I'm like, I see that they're, they're talent and I see how mm-hmm. they look, but it's still like, oh wow, they're hot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but I'm not horny. Yeah. They're hot, but I'm not horny. <laughs> there's a, there's a
1: distinction here between um, yeah. being horny and then just finding people attractive. I
0: know. It's like, cause I find people attractive so much, but it's like.
1: That doesn't automatically make me Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, I've always been
0: like. Am I just wired differently? I'm like, hmm, what's going on mm-hmm. here?
1: <laughs> no, I definitely think more people are demisexual, or at least on that spectrum, than is, like, commonly expected. But also, I think, like, for me, I definitely, like, I fully, like, think that I'm I'm right in the middle of that. But something about the label demisexual, I don't know. I'm not trying to invalidate anyone whatsoever at all. For Like, and this was my problem with bisexuality, too. Like, genuinely, like... To be, like, quite honest with myself, like, I think I'm probably either bi or pan with, like, a strong leaning towards women, but, like, probably that's more accurate to my sexuality. But for me, at least, like, something that I really struggled with in terms of labels, and I think why I really liked lesbian, was because I don't like labels that have the word sex in them because I feel like that emphasizes the sex of it so much. And for me, relationships and dating... And getting to know someone, like, yeah, it's about the sex, of course, but, like, for me, I think it's just more about the person and about, like, feeling loved and about having, like, someone that you feel connected to. And at least for me, when I would, especially just, like, thinking about, like, my parents, I would be like, yeah, like, I wouldn't want to say the word bisexual around them just because it feels like it places me having sex into the forefront of... I don't know, the my I don't know, does that make sense at all? like I totally get That's that. just something yeah. I had an aversion to, and I think with demisexual too, it's a mm-hmm. little bit like that too.
0: Yeah, I get that, because I feel like a lot of times we do default to sex when we think about relationships yeah and stuff. So it's like, it's like there are multiple facets to a relationship. Yeah. And I think, it's inter- it is interesting the more I think about it, that it's like, we have the word sexual with these like, um the sexual orientations Mm -hmm. um because it's like when we think about the a spectrum also yeah we can also separate it into like oh do you experience romantic attraction yeah sexual attraction yeah and it's like yeah we should think about that too in terms of just like genders we're attracted to as well a hundred
1: percent yeah i think that kind of gets into like especially when i think about like what boomers think about like i don't know any of this kind of stuff it's like they, I feel like there's this not an understanding that gender and sexuality are two different things. But then sexu- or sexuality and romantic attraction are also two different things. And we kind of conflate all of these as one because obviously it's, you know, heterostereotypical. It's easiest just to assume that someone is romantically and physically or romantically and sexually attracted to the person of the opposite gender or, mm-hmm. you know, a different gender. But, yeah, I think especially for me, those are all, all three of those are extremely different Things and I think for a lot of queer people and people our age too, like we have an understanding that those are all very different things. And yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's tough. (laughs) Uh, Someone, you should just get like told your sexuality when you're born and your gender identity and your romantic
0: attractions. Be like, hey. Just to make things easy for you. Here's a little cheat sheet. Like. Oh my god, so true. In like a non-fascist way, that would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's not weird. It's anyway, not government assigned sexuality. Oh my god, I know. Like seriously, this process of like discovering ourselves, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I not like this. No. i
1: because you. it. I think too, like, ugh, I mean, this is with everything in life too, but I think like especially because we really feel like one of the first generations that's outwardly kind of like exploring this in a very Mm -hmm. much more public setting. Like, obviously like you kind of have to explore and learn all these, like there's things that you've learned about your career and you have things to learn about like friendships and all that stuff. But it's like, it's just not something that we've seen talked about very often where you're having to learn and explore your own sexuality. And especially like, you have to do it by making mistakes. And I think that that's kind of what is the same as, like, other people. Like, you have to learn your career by making mistakes. You have to learn how to make friendships by making mistakes. But, like, and I guess in relationships and stuff, too. But I think, like, it does us as a society a disservice when we have this very narrow definition about what it is to have a relationship and to have sex and to have hookup. And there's this very, like, narrow range of possibilities that you can do. And I feel like even within then, like, every, like, That's what we were talking about, having, like, a, a heterosexual script. I feel like all of the different options are scripted out, right? Like, you have all these stereotypes of, like, scorned lover or, like, this girl who, like, hooked up with this guy and now she's, like, in love with him but he's a player and he wants to move on. And there's, like, no way that you can go about having a heterosexual relationship without it falling into some kind of stereotype. And I think it just kind of cheapens the experience, too, where in, like, queer relationships, I think, like... You really have to, like, you feel like you're making mistakes as you're doing it. Like, you're with a girl, and you're like, what is happening right now? I don't know. Like, we have to fumble through it. And that's just not something that
0: is put into the mainstream thought process as much, at least in my opinion. Oh, totally. Because that's what happens when, especially in, like... I mean, a lot of the world, but especially in the West, where Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, everything is very heteronormative. So, that means that's what's been emphasized, though. That used to be not something you have to worry about failing under, because it's like, oh, that's the default. A man marries a woman. Yeah, yeah. But now it's like, that's another thing we kind of have to battle through on top of all the other shit we have to do. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) uh, you know, failure is hard, and not enjoying things and not having things go right is really hard because sometimes yeah. you have a bad day or you have a bad experience with someone and you might just lie in bed and be like i hate myself holy yeah. crap <laughs> and it's just like it makes you feel so bad and it's like yeah it sucks to struggle through that yeah um so
1: that's like that's literally what dating is too dating as is. much as it like fucking sucks yeah
0: like dating sucks but dating can rock yeah sometimes what do you
1: think is your favorite part of dating, of, like, the whole experience in general? Like, what do you, like, what makes you excited about dating?
0: I like a moment during the first date mm-hmm. where you can feel the chemistry click. Mm. Where it's, like, it's, like, it happens with the right person where you're, mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, this is working. Yeah. This is working. Yeah. Like, you're, like, you, it's, like, no dead air or anything. And it's, like, you're actually, like, lining up and stuff. And it's, like, yeah, it like, doesn't happen a lot. And I don't think I've ever actually experienced something like that with a man. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, it, there's always been something that felt a little off. Yeah. I didn't like. And it's like, I think it's just... It's not about this point where I'm like, I don't, I don't think I like men, honestly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think also sometimes, too, like, I've had to learn, like, sometimes you have to let someone have an ick, like... You're not really going to find someone with no icks, I think, especially in dating. Like, there's going to be something about every person that you're like, "Mm," and the longer you wait and try to find someone who doesn't, you know, check off, like, someone's not going to check off every single box on the first date. Like, that's just not a realistic thing to be looking for. And if that is what you're looking for on dates, Mm -hmm. like, you're just not going to be happy. And I think that's something that I've had to realize really recently. Totally.
0: Because, like, true to, like, the theme of this podcast, it's, like, I think we're... That this idea that, like, oh, you should aspire to have someone, like, super hot. They should be, like, the perfect person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what people want. Yeah. But it's, like, realistically, that's not how people are. Even if they look flawless. Yeah. Like, they physically look flawless which isn't really a thing. Yeah. Um, there's probably something else. There's, like, there's other parts of people that matter. Yeah. And it's, like, that's why it's, like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm going to, like, not love everything about a person. Yeah. But if I like it, and if it's only, like, I have, like, a, you know, it's, like, I think you should let a few red flags exist. Yeah. It, but just not, It obviously not. I mean, not, like, maybe, like, red flags. Not like, red flags, but, like, it depends on the magnitude of beige it. Beige flags. Beige flags, okay. Yeah. Um, But it's, like, people can, you can have, like, you can feel icks but it's yeah. like it really depends on you should decide what icks or deal break deal break yeah for you. definitely because like i think to me a hot person is not someone who is like a perfect flawless flawless yeah. like you learn
1: to connect with someone through their flaws yeah
0: but a hot person is probably somebody i find attractive in a lot of different ways and can live with like despite maybe some things might be like mm-hmm. weird weird I'm not even saying weird parentheses negative, but weird, like, parentheses, like, neutral. Yeah, or yeah. Where it's like, oh... Weird like,
1: is a neutral word. Weird is a
0: neutral wor- word. Yeah. Um, And whenever I say it, I do mean it in a neutral way. Yeah. So it's like, I think a hot person and, like, a hot partner is somebody who's like, oh, you vibe with. Yeah,
1: honestly. honestly. Yeah. I think it's someone who's self-aware enough, too, to, like, either be working on themselves or, like, know that there is space to be there. Like, I think that no one is, like... If someone thinks that they're perfect and they're a full catch, like, I don't know, especially at the age that we are, like, all of us have things that we can work through at the moment and, like, ways that we can improve as people and, like, be doing
0: better. And that's kind of literally what 20s are. So if you're 22, 23, 24, and you're telling me, you like, love yourself perfectly, I'm like, great. But also, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. (laughs) Yeah, not at all. Like, not to shame, but, like, (laughs) hey, guys, we're the same age group right now. Are you being for real? Like, hmm, maybe you took too many meds. Yeah, a little bit.
1: I mean, so what would be your definition of, like, a hot person? I know this is something you ask your guests,
0: but Mm. what do you, what's that for you? To me, a hot person is someone who is the equal level of funny as me. Okay. And that I can, uh, I enjoy your face to a certain degree. Like, Mm -hmm. I say enjoy your face because I don't, like, care about, like, Dating someone who's, like, an eight or higher or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like... Not getting
1: the Andrew Tate, like... I know! Trying to find a high-value person or I need the to fun. find...
0: I need to high find... High-value woman. A high-value woman who will <laughs> cater to my needs and make sure that... Ugh, <laughs> throw up. Get out of here. Um, no, a hot person is someone who's funny. I care a lot about the humor thing because mm-hmm. I like to make jokes and I like to say things that might be out of pocket and I need to make sure the other person yeah. will be able to, like like you know reciprocate and or laugh at it and or like like understand that you're joking (laughs) and be able to like say stuff back
1: yeah the banter I know
0: and just have at least like one or two shared interests yeah definitely like if you if we get along like we can have like a conversation and I like how you look and stuff Mm -hmm. but if our like personal interests are like completely different what are we gonna do together yeah no that's a really good point yeah okay You. Me. To end the episode. Who's a hot person to you? A
1: hot person to me is someone who I think is very confident and (laughs) this kind of goes back to our conversation earlier about like the absence of
0: tops
1: (laughs) in Seattle but like honestly someone who is going to make me feel either who's going to take charge or is going to make me feel like I can take charge and I'm not like coming on too strong. I think that's something I worry about a lot is that like I feel like I am too much for people sometimes, like, in a romantic and, like, sexual dating sense. And I think, like, I want to feel really safe around someone and feel like I'm not overwhelming them or, like, talking too much about my interests or things like that. Um, So someone who I just feel safe with is hot to me. But also definitely someone who's funny. Like, they, they have to be funny. So real. And especially, like, being an extrovert, too, like, as someone who... I can hold the conversation. I do a pretty good job. I can show up at functions and stuff, but I think I'd like someone who is more on that side than me, who's going to, like, kind of pull me out, pull that side out of me more. Um, I think that's hot Totally, to me. like,
0: enabling in a good way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think moral of the story is this is actually an open call for tops for Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, you know... I just need to get all the girls bitches. You know, I'm you know? just saying... That's my cause. That's my <laughs> cause.
1: <laughs> Yeah, if I get a girlfriend from this, oh my god, wait—that'd wait, be the best, yeah. the best possible, uh, like I don't know, end game from this podcast. That's
0: actually the true, like philanthropic, like humanitarian. Honestly, you're doing podcast. a service
1: for for humanity with this podcast. I just
0: want to get hot girls. You're hot getting girls. hot girls, hot girls. <laughs> <laughs> Men, you can Ugh. suffer. Yeah, <laughs> this is not a space for you. This is not a safe space. At no, least today, it is
1: not. Absolutely.
0: I think my next guest is a man. He'll do a great job.
1: He's allowed. There's yeah. some men that are allowed
0: in, are the, in the men. inner sanctum of femininity. True. And especially on this podcast, if I bring a man on, I'm going to be very, like, you know I thought about it.
1: You got to, exactly. You got to <laughs> ask him the hard-hitting questions.
0: It's <laughs> actually going to be, like, a fucking NYT investigative episode. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> you got to have, like, your list of, like, when when <laughs> was
1: interviewing, like, um... It was our our college president. We had a whole thing where we like sat and asked some questions and that's going to be you and
0: is going to be sitting there sweating. So can you tell me how in every day, tell me the things you do to make sure not to be misogynistic. Yeah. (laughs) Be careful. We're recording. (laughs) Seriously. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank you for coming on. That was of course, fun. We yeah, we actually talked about like real things. Yeah, because the first three episodes have been very silly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a space for silliness and yeah. a space for for all of it. So
1: true. On fair enough, baby. Yay. <laughs>